Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering Urban Legends, which came out in 1998. And this was requested as a belated birthday gift to Nicole. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for the request, Nicole. And, and thank you for your patience. Yes, deeply apologize for it being late. We will expand on that later. But yes. anyways, before we uh, go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So today, I'm using my Please Don't Kill Me mug. And I am drinking the Plum Deluxe Garden Grove Green Tea. It's got green tea, jasmine flowers, rose petals, dried cherries, vanilla essence, and it does have caffeine, which is greatly needed. <laughs> and I am drinking Twining's Honeybush Mandarin and Orange uh, Caffeine-Free Herbal Tea. So it has honeybush, natural orange, and mandarin flavors with other natural flavors. Very specific. Mm -hmm. I love when they say that. They're like, natural flavors. It's like, what is that? You can get away with a lot with that. Yeah. I know a lot of brands, like this is not just tea, but also like cosmetics and like skincare. Whenever they have that, um, it's where a lot of their proprietary ingredients yeah. are that make it like a patent or whatever. But anyways. Yeah. And I'm using my I'm going to kill you at some point mug available on our teespring she hasn't done it yet so that's good news we can continue doing this podcast yeah. until she does that but anyway. until i decide, <laughs> until <you> decide. <laughs> but thank you again plum deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love and for our tea sippers out there brew yourself a cup of tea sit back relax and we hope you enjoy the review so just a quick FYI for anyone who is interested in watching Urban Legends and hasn't yet. Yeah. Um, it is, we were having to, so to expand what I was saying before about Nicole's request, we were having the darndest time trying to find this freaking movie. Yes. But we ended up finding it on Tubi. Finally. Which who uh, for those who aren't familiar with Tubi, it's kind of what Hulu used to be like mm -hmm. a decade ago where you can watch movies and then they just have short like commercial breaks in between and then if you you don't even have to have an account which is nice mm -hmm. and then if you do sign up though you can like have like a you know a watch list and it saves where you are but anyways we ended up finding it on Tubi so that was that was nice being Finally. able to watch it for free we had checked several other streaming sites multiple times yeah trying to find this movie and we could not for the life of us find it anywhere free or with our subscriptions that we already have yeah. until Tubi. So yeah, so for anyone who's <gasps> interested in watching this movie, it is available for free on Tubi. I am not sure what all regions it's available for though. So yeah. I apologize in advance if it's not available for your area, but I hope that you're able to find an alternative way. Yes. But anyways, so Urban Legends, the main character <laughs> whose name we believe was Natalie, I guess, <laughs> is going to college and she has like a deep, dark secret that you find where she 
was a passenger in a prank where they did the the whole urban legend where it's like, oh, if you flash your lights, then a gang comes and chases you and tries to kill you. So they were chasing a guy and he ended up driving off the road and dying. And so this is kind of like what stemmed to its current day. She's going to college and these murders start happening. The first is the friend that was the driver in this incident. And everyone's uh, being killed in urban legend ways. Like in her instances, like, oh, there's a guy in the back seat. And I mean, it's, it's a multitude of different urban legends. So I'm not going to go through all of them. But she come to find out her best friend in college, Brenda, is the murderer because she and the person that died in the car uh, from their prank was, had just uh, proposed to her that day. And so she wanted revenge. So, but that's it. Anyways, <laughs> Bob said episode <laughs> over. Okay, so for her, for entertainment, I will be honest and say I have never heard of this movie before. I hadn't either. But I was very pleasantly surprised by it. I, this, it's kind of like the craft where, like, you don't really hear about it that often. But I feel like it's a very underrated movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it should have a little bit more love than what it's getting. So I would personally rate this a seven. It's, It's not like you know, going to, I'm always going to be going back and forth to this movie, but I am definitely going to watch this again. And I feel like it's a very solid, just like murder mystery type Mm -hmm. of movie. Um, It's the plot is really interesting. The kills are interesting and varied, um, obviously, because it's like different urban legends, the characters they have, the, the characters are dynamic enough to where I mean, there's a few of the ones that you're like, okay, I absolutely don't like that character. And they make those characters a little bit more flat. But for the most part, the characters are kind of varied and have parts that you don't like and do like about them. So it's just kind of, it's a refreshing, solid movie. I do like that the, even whenever they do the, the kills in the movie, they do a great job in setting up and diverting your expectation. Like for the, the very beginning, whenever, I think her name was Alice. No, I feel like that's wrong. Anyways, her friend, the the first one that dies, she drives into a gas station and this creepy looking sketchy guy comes up and she even like makes a comment. And I mean, she just had to say it in front of him, which is a bit rude, but she makes it known that he makes her feel uncomfortable. And he even like asks her to come inside and she's like freaking out and then come to find out the killer's in the backseat, which I mean, we've heard this urban legend before, but the fact that the movie kind of leaned in a little bit more with having the gas station person be like, even like sketchier and creeper and even the building that he brought her into seemed really sketchy. It wasn't like your normal gas station building. It was, I mean... It seemed like a fairly run-down, um, yeah. out-in-the-country kind of gas station. It's definitely old gas school. Gas station slash garage. Because it was the kind where the clerk comes up and actually fills up your tank the for you. The full service. Which, yeah. I mean, it, it was the 90s, and I feel like even for the 90s, that was pretty unusual it to was, have one of those It still. was definitely going out the... Yeah. It was going the way of the dodo so, by that point. <laughs> 
so from from that perspective, that scene felt a little bit dated because I'm like, oh, who's going to call someone to fill up their gas nowadays? But uh, the the whole like diverting your expectation and then, I mean, I kind of assume that there's someone in the back seat, so it's not like I was like super surprised. But like as soon as they're like, oh, so as soon as the guy's like, oh, there's someone in your back seat, I'm like, ah, that urban legend, and <laughs> like it's it's just, it's fun to like watch these kills and be like, oh, it's that urban legend, uh-huh. oh, it's that one. It's like <laughs> it's really it was fun, fun trying to, to guess figure them out. too, because that's what I was doing each time. Because I feel like some of them they kind of tried to trick you, like which yeah. one it was going to be, which was it, it's really fun. Yeah, and then the the cast, I feel like. All of the cast, there was some solid acting oh, yeah. among all of them. Like, especially the murderer, Brenda. Like, she seems so... She, she did crazy eyes really well. Yeah, it's like she just <laughs> did a 180, and yeah. she did it good. It yeah. was like, yeah, you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was great. And then the fact that they keep on, like, trying to divert your expectation on who the, the killer is... Um, which, I mean, to be fair, a lot of these types of movies do, but I do feel like this one did a pretty good job in making everyone that could potentially be the killer as a good possible killer. Mm-hmm. Like the journalist guy, it's like, it makes total sense why he would want to be the killer because it's like he's in college. Like if he gets a really good story, then that's going to make his career. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's like the 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 teacher who had previously lived through like um a crazy situation and maybe he was so traumatized it's like they're all of them could potentially be the killer and then or the creepy janitor that yes the janitor that played death and supernatural the yes. first death and he could get basically anywhere with no one really yeah looking twice at him he had the keys to everything <laughs> I mean, honestly, because he looked so creepy, I was like, okay, he can't be the killer. Yeah, no. But <laughs> kind of roll him out on Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I. But he also left the newspaper story of yeah, the teacher yeah. in the, the reporter kid's desk. So it was like he was trying to direct him there. Yeah. So it, that's true. it felt almost like he was trying to throw blame onto someone else. That's or, true. Or cast suspicion elsewhere away yeah. from him. Yeah. But he definitely wasn't the killer either. <laughs> yeah, but so it's like this movie did a great job of that. I guess they kind of saved you from suspecting Brenda because they didn't really reveal anything about her until the very end. But I mean, once they revealed it, you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the one thing that I was kind of like... Mm, I don't quite understand is the fact that Brenda was killing like everyone. It's like she just wanted revenge on Natalie for killing her fiance. So I, the only thing that was a little bit of a miss for me is I didn't really completely understand her motivation for killing everyone else that wasn't involved in that situation. I mean, maybe it's because she is like so off the deep end that she just, had to or had that urge to but it just it it seemed like her ultimate goal was revenge and i don't know so one you can't really reason with crazy (laughs) two i kind of took it as these are people that she cares about and her prank caused the death of the person that she cared about the most 
So she's killing off everyone she cared about. But it's like she also killed off the killing her. dean and the professor. It's not like she really they cared about those. Okay. I mean, the I mean, my my justification for her motivation as an alternative was maybe it's the fact that Natalie knew what was going on, and so it's like paranoia on like maybe I'm next, and kind of mm-hmm. like psychologically working mm-hmm. her first before she got her revenge. Most likely, yeah. Anyways, and and then the ending of the movie, I felt like it was a pretty satisfying ending. Yeah, like even though it left off on uh, Brenda being alive. It wasn't one of those where you're like, oh, crap. Like, you know, because the, there's some ones where the, they, like, bring them back to life and you're like, really? Did but you this, have to? But this one, it was kind of like a satisfying, uh-huh. like, oh, okay. Well, it also kind of makes you wonder, did it really happen? Or is that another urban legend? That's true, too. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, and and the fact that she is so obsessed with like fulfilling these urban legends is almost like the fact that they're telling it as a urban legend. It's kind of like a cyclical cycle. Like Mm -hmm. there's always going to be stuff that happens that triggers these urban legends. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's my thoughts. So I do also think this is a, a rather underrated movie, but on the first watch, I'm going to give it a 6.5. With the possibility of moving up in rating further down the line upon more watches. So it's it's like a probationary <laughs> 6.5. Then purgatory. <laughs> well, I mean, I definitely can't give it lower than that. It was a lot better than I was thinking just reading the description of it mm-hmm. before I watched it. I was a little skeptical going in. I'm not going to lie. Kind of sounds like it'll be a B movie. A just little bit. Reading it. A yeah. little bit. But it was really good. I was rather entertained with it, and I will definitely be watching it again at some point. It doesn't feel like one that I'm going to go to fairly often, but I'll definitely be watching it again. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, for sure. They do a decent job with the the horror of her not being able to help certain people. Like, she's trying really hard to save as many as she can, of her friends, but she just can't get there in time or isn't there. So especially when she's listening to her friend being chased on the radio, that one was really good. Yeah. Or when she sees her friend in the pool and thinks that she's about to be murdered. Yeah. And starts trying to break the glass. That one was good too. So yeah, they, they did have... a lot of diversions on yeah. like when the kill's going to happen. Yes. Yeah. And what's funny is the friend that took off the hood, that was the killer. So I wonder if she actually was about to to kill her and then stopped when she realized she was there. I didn't think about that. So she might have saved her at least for a little bit. And that's a that's a great way of it also diverting who's the killer because mm-hmm. whenever you saw her take off your hood, it's like you get a feeling of relief. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, I know her. She's you write safe. her off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they did a good job there. Yeah. so They thought this through for sure. (laughs) They definitely have some good elements there. I feel like a couple of the characters are not as likable. The frat boy boyfriend was one, which is a shame because I really liked him in Smallville. (laughs) But he was a bit of a jerk in this one. (laughs) I couldn't really bring myself to like him. Um, Jared Leto, I think his name is, the reporter dude. 
He's a weird dude to begin with. So, I mean, he was super sus the whole movie. But, you know, it's hard to like him anyway. But all in all, it was it was a really solid movie. The, the authorities were frustrating. And we'll get more into that in the realism, of course. But it's... It, movie's got a movie. I guess they use that to make it movie. Um, it definitely gave me kind of vibes that were a cross between I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream. Yeah. So it it pushed the nostalgia button for me, even though I hadn't ever seen this movie before. But it didn't punch you in the face with the 90s like Carrie 2 did. Yeah. And, you know, I was kind of thinking why this movie kind of faded into the background. And... You know, around this time, I feel like a lot of solid horror movies came out. And I feel like maybe at that time, it was just too much of a repeated formula. Um, Other movies outshined this one. But like going back and watching it, it it reaffirms or confirms that it is actually a a Mm -hmm. pretty good movie. Well, just thinking back, I don't remember ever hearing any advertisement or anything for this one either. So yeah. they might not have had enough budgeted for any decent advertising at the time. Possibly. But I do feel like the time that a movie is released does make a huge difference in like does. the success. Like, I don't know how familiar our listeners are, but it's like there's movies that's like if something happens or another movie is being released, they'll purposely hold off releasing mm-hmm. their movie if they think that the other one will do better in the box office. Yeah. And so it's, it's almost like a strategy game where they're like, how can we maximize our profits and get the word out? Mm-hmm. And so maybe, honestly, this could have been one of those times where they uh, released where a little else bit. came a, out that was yeah, bigger. Yeah. Released at a bad time. Might have been. Because I feel like... It does seem like there are movies that release at the same time as other movies that did a lot poorer, but they end up being good movies. And then vice versa, where really crappy movies were released at a really good time. But like, you know, those fall off the bandwagon pretty quickly because people are like, well, this movie's shit. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. Um, But that's most of what I had. It was it was a really entertaining movie again. And I'll definitely be watching it again. Um, There are just a few things that, especially in realism, of course, always, (laughs) that just kind of brought me out of the immersion immersion, of watching it. Okay. Well, for realism, for me, I... It's like... It's kind of like a hit or miss where there definitely were some parts. I'm like, okay, that's decently realistic but then there were some parts where you're like really we're doing this again so i would give this a three so not not the worst but also not the best i will say the constant talk and circulation of urban legends is very very accurate Mm -hmm. i mean me and jess were we're talking before recording how it's like it really gave us a sense of nostalgia because yes. in school I mean it wasn't in college I felt like college no it was more was a high little bit school. late it, it was, was like, like middle school and high school middle school and high school and I mean I even remember elementary whenever I'd go to like campsites they would tell scary stories and naturally urban legends would pop up from that you didn't go. I didn't really go to camp 
My parents forced me. It was unwilling, unconsensual <laughs> camping. <laughs> I was reading a good bit of the summer or on my bike. See? Anyways. <laughs> my, my parents forced uh, me to socialize and it didn't work. <laughs> it's hard to force an introvert to socialize. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't end well. Yeah, they tried. They had good intentions. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, the the whole urban legends thing. And I mean, especially nowadays in the internet age, I mean, the I mean, I guess more it'd be called creepy pasta yes. now than urban legends, but the internet is great for circulating urban legend oh, stories. Yeah. And they change and grow. Yes. It's just like Becomes its own thing. Yeah. This is still a very current part of our society. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those underlying things where it's like, there's always going to be an urban legend. Yes. Which is kind of a cool concept. And then, unfortunately, uh, right after the first murder of people speaking ill of the dead, unfortunately, is accurate. Uh, whenever one of the people says that the she gave great head, um, yeah, which and she had been decapitated horrible, by the way for those it, who it was horrible, but it. it was also still kind of a solid joke. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> Jess, you should know better. <laughs> See, it's funny because it's like I've got morbid humor. Okay, <laughs> you do. <laughs> Uh, but just like I think what the way it hit me is because the movie starts off pretty realistic yeah and so I think it hit me um I'm like man it's frustrating because it's like still in that realistic point before it like got a little bit more ridiculous and then the whenever Tosh Tosh yeah Tosh died the police were really quick to rule it as a suicide just a little bit too quickly like almost made me so mad that part made me so mad and then the and you know i'm not a mortician so i don't know for sure but i thought it was a little bit odd that whenever they brought the corpse out that there were blood on the sheets that was over the corpse on the stretcher Mm -hmm. it's like I mean, I I guess, you know, gravity could do its work, but I would imagine that if they had blowed out enough that they probably wouldn't have... Well, okay, now that I think about it, yeah, I don't think they would have bled out because it's your heart that pumps your blood and makes you bleed. And so unless if they, like, head the person upside down and the blood from force of gravity was coming out, it doesn't make sense for... I don't know. It's also, like... I'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I have disputes on whether or not that's possible. I don't think it's possible, but could be wrong. Not a mortician. Um, and then also, whenever the dean was getting attacked, he was just talking to the campus police. And he didn't, like, call out or scream. He just kind of was like, ugh, ugh, and then crawling away and then just kind of, like, took it you know <laughs> just kind of just accepted his death and in the most ridiculous way he went to the prometheus academy of crawling away from things yes <laughs> and i mean he was in a parking lot like whenever you scream it's super echoey and it's like someone is bound to have like heard you it just it just seemed a little bit on the stretch of reality yeah 
and what that person would probably do in real life. Um, And then the other thing that was kind of frustrating was whenever the campus police did figure out that something was amiss and called the police and the police just kind of like didn't take her seriously and kind of like shoved her off. So that way she pretty much had to be the one to take things into her own hands. I get that a lot of them were busy with other calls, but that was pretty ridiculous. If, like, there's an actual life or death situation, they would have put another one of those calls on hold of, like, petty theft and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, like, overall pretty solid movie, but there's a few things where, like, the whole making the police incompetent. I mean, that's that's something that's always going to get on our nerves. Yes. Like, even the the campus police, she ended up, you know, helping and contributing to Brenda, you know, no longer being dangerous. But it wasn't like she was the the leading person in that. It's always the final girl. Yep. (laughs) Yep. But those are my thoughts for realism. So I give it a two. A lot of the reactions to things were, I feel like, fairly accurate, apart from the authorities, the authority figures in general, the dean, mm, the campus mm-hmm. police, the the actual police, teachers, everyone trying to cover it up. I get not wanting to scare people away from applying to your school and going there and attending. It's a little bit, bit ridiculous. But when there's literally a message in blood on the wall... It was clearly not a suicide. And you're now endangering every other kid in that campus, or adult, on the campus, by not saying anything and not investigating. And if parents or anyone figures out Uh that you're inadvertently putting students in danger, that's a lawsuit and potentially a shutdown of the school. If not, at least you're firing. Yeah. Well, there... So there's going to be a lot of people that withdraw from that school and transfer out. Then there's going to be a whole slew of lawsuits for endangerment and neglect and a whole bunch of other things. And they're going to be financially hit super hard, even if they have to settle. And then they're going to have to replace many of their staff members now, not just from death, but from idiocy. So... They made it a lot worse than it could have been if they had just done the right thing and investigated what actually happened. And if anything, students and parents and staff would appreciate yes, if the school thoroughly investigated. Yeah. And then put in more security measures yep. to ensure that it didn't happen again. Yep. So, because <laughs> stuff's going to happen, unfortunately... Stuff is going to happen pretty much anywhere people go to school, especially in this day and age, unfortunately. Yeah. But the fact that the faculty didn't do anything to ensure it didn't happen again or to try to keep them as safe as they possibly could, that just, (laughs) it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And it doesn't make a sense for them financially or lawfully. (laughs) It just... mm. It's so frustrating. My my main issue with this movie, though, is, like, honestly, almost every one of the kills. 
because the killer was this tiny little slip of a girl, <laughs> honestly. And yeah, the body did not made, match. It's yeah, kind of like Scream. We're made to believe that <laughs> she was able to kill certain people. Like, the first girl, she killed with one blow of her axe and sent her head flying and broke the window. That was a lot of force. That's a lot of force. Yeah. The spinal column is actually pretty thick. So it didn't make sense for her to be able to use the axe in a very confined space in a weird position from the back seat to be able to lop her head off in one go and bust through the window and have the head fly through that same window. Yeah, that'd be a lot of yeah. momentum and mm-hmm. you can't get that in no. a car. No, no. So that didn't make that much sense. She also didn't have any injuries from the obvious car wreck that would have happened immediately after the decapitation. That's true. I don't care how bundled up she was. She would have had some injuries. <laughs> then killing a lot of the the men in this movie, like the frat boy boyfriend, that would have taken some strength, too, to subdue him. Yeah. I don't care how drunk he is. <laughs> That one, honestly, I feel like was a missed opportunity. I feel like he should have been the one that she did the the lost kidney on. Mm. He should have been in the tub full of ice. Personally, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Just making him drink Drano. And that, I feel like, I don't know about you, but I didn't really get that urban legend. Well, it looked like they're doing the Pop Rocks. Like, it looked like it was a twist on the Pop Rocks and the Coke, but instead it was Pop okay. Rocks and Drano. Since, okay. oh, but that makes sense because she was that. in the classroom yeah. literally watching it and she's like, oh, that won't work. Mm-hmm. And so she is just exchanging it for Drano. I guess. I guess maybe. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't... It wasn't obvious. It wasn't the best of the kills. Yeah, sure. it really wasn't. It just seemed kind of eh. <laughs> The, the parking garage thing, the the Dean crawling directly away from the car instead of to the side yes. of the vehicle was just stupid and didn't make sense. Especially when he's been there for most likely years, most likely decades, honestly, if he's the Dean. And he should know every inch of that place. So he would know that the spikes were there. How's he expecting to get over them if he's crawling? And he was clearly not crawling fast enough to get away from the vehicle anyway. I mean, it's it's a freaking car. You're not going to outcrawl a car. Yeah. So his death didn't make that much sense, to be perfectly honest. I know he was scared and freaked out, rightfully so, but that was just stupid. But also, the fact that this woman carried multiple bodies that's true like she had to have killed the teacher and picked him up and put him in the trunk of the other dude's car and he was clearly dead for a little while because he was already starting to stink because they smelled it that's why they investigated and found it i love how it's brenda that actually mentioned yeah that's dunk yeah another way that they diverted expectations Uh uh-huh But she had to have picked up that teacher and moved him however far, even if she killed him like right behind the car at whatever point in time, she still would have had to have opened the trunk, 
picked up the body and shoved him in the trunk. And it wasn't like there was blood spatter or, or stains or anything from smearing when she tried to shove him in or anything. Like, there yeah. was, it was clean on the yeah. outside. And yeah, she could have cleaned the outside after the fact, but there weren't any, like, smears or smudges in the trunk either from having to force him back a little ways. So she had to have picked him up and put him in the trunk, which I'm calling BS on because there's no way she would have been able to deadlift that much. Yeah. With her frame. I'm sorry. He was pretty tiny. She she looked fairly athletic, but I'm I'm still calling BS on that. Then with all of the bodies in the abandoned house, dorm room, house area, whatever. No. When did she have the time to move all of them? The strength to move all of them and all of that with nobody seeing her doing any of this. Moving any of the bodies. No. 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 I could understand if she had an accomplice. That was actually what was going to make the most sense to me mm. if they had revealed it at the end. Like her and the journalist. That would yeah. yeah. That would have made sense. Or even just one of their other friends was in on it, kind of like Scream. Yeah. But no. <laughs> just her on her own. No. <laughs> so that's, that's why I gave it the rating that I did. It's a good movie. And it's entertaining. But no. <laughs> it's just, that's not how any of it works. Yeah. So it just, it took me out of it a little bit, especially at the end when you're seeing all these bodies and you're like, well, that was literally just at the other thing when she was in the car. Yeah. On the way away. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, they definitely skewed re reality a bit to make that possible. Just a bit. Which could have been why Brenda was such a twist. Mm -hmm. But... But yeah, overall, I definitely, even though realism, always have to shit on a movie a little bit. But I mean, that's the nature of the film industry. But overall, though, I feel like it's a pretty solid movie. Yeah. If you, I mean, hopefully if you watch this because we just spoiled the crap out of it. But well, that's you, why we have the spoiler alert at the yes, beginning. <laughs> yes, exactly. But if you haven't watched this movie, I definitely recommend checking it out. It is yes. not one to let pass you by. Um, this one needs more love. Yeah, I feel like this one sh should be known among, like, I know what you did last summer and, mm -hmm. and Scream. Because it is, I mean, it's very similar to them. That's probably why it's kind of faded through history. But I think it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Definitely. And thank you again, Nicole, for the request. Yes. We, We're sorry it took so long. Yes. And I, I think we said it before, but just in case we didn't, a very happy yes. belated birthday to you. Happy belated birthday. Thank you for listening to us. Yes. You have been a loyal listener for a very long time, yes. and we very much appreciate it. You were our very first requester. Yes. But thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And please comment on what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea, and you would like to Keep up to date with our content. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please like, share our content, and subscribe. 
And if you'd like to support us monetarily, we do have a Teespring and a PayPal, or we have our affiliate link for Plum Deluxe available. It does not affect the price of the tea, it just helps allow us to keep doing what we love. And you can find the sites mentioned link below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.